Hello and welcome into the Recruiting Blitz. I am Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst here at Inside Nebraska, and I am joined once again by digital content extraordinaire and staff writer Jansen Coburn, who was out at baseball this weekend. Jansen, man, how are you? Man, I'm doing good, Greg. What's going on? Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that, you know, the biggest recruiting weekend uh, in the in the history of the program, probably, uh, as Matt Rule has had. Got, it's tough to know the actual number, and we'll get into this in a second, um, but we had 27 confirmed uh, visitors that were all here on unofficial visits uh, over the weekend, of course, headlined uh, by a pair of five stars, uh, Dylan Rayola, the quarterback, and then Ryan Wingo, wide receiver, um, and then a host, I think it was 13 uh, four stars, some of those um, who were high four stars stars at that um, also made it to campus as well. So there's a lot to dive into. Uh, so I'll get right to it, Jansen. What do we got? What do you got for us this week? Yeah, Greg, I'm guessing you haven't been off the phone for the past 48 plus hours. So you've been talking to a lot of the recruits that came through Lincoln. Uh, what stood out to you early on just from talking to all these guys? What are you sort of hearing as some general feedback from the weekend? Yeah, you know, one thing that continues to come up that I'm I'm kind of surprised by, but shouldn't be maybe, is kind of the Matt Rule's vision, Matt Rule and his staff's vision for how they want to turn the program around and the type of football they want to play and just the, how the brand that they want to build Nebraska football back into being on the field. Like I you usually just don't hear that kind of being volunteered up um, by recruits, but I, I feel like everyone that I've talked to, and we've got a number of updates kind of in our recruiting hub over at Instagram, Nebraska, but a number of them that I've talked to um, have mentioned that, and I, I found that very interesting. I think the the biggest, the other big thing, uh, well, two other big things. One is the relationship building with the assistant coaches. So remembering that this is really the first time that a lot of these guys have gotten a chance to meet in person with this coaching staff, with the, the group of assistants, um, just because it was hectic for this staff, you know, before the signing periods, right? So they had to really go knock lock down the 2023 class so they weren't able to get to a ton of these 24 guys in person plus the rules technically state that they're not allowed to like really sit and meet with them what could be from that future class anyway so this was really the first time that the rules allowed for them to be around those guys um a lot so getting feedback from a guy like ryan wingo about what he thinks about garrett mcguire or thomas heiberger the linebacker from from south dakota um saying what he liked uh, about rob dvorak the linebackers coach like hearing that feedback is interesting and i can't get out of this question without mentioning everyone has talked about the facilities like I, I know they did a hard hat tour and they got to kind of see like go in there and see all of that everybody is over the moon about how nice those facilities are going to be you mentioned the brand that they're trying to establish did any of those recruits get into specifics on what the vision is Matt Rule has for the program no, it really wasn't that specific. It was just more that he laid out a, a vision to them, uh, but it wasn't really anything specific. And I would assume that it's not anything that much different than what those guys have told us in the media. You know, Scott or Marcus Satterfield talked um, this past week about, you know, kind of using a couple of tight ends and being a physical team um, that gets after people. Like, and you've heard that. I mean, I guess Ian Flint did mention that when I talked to him briefly was, you know, the tight end, the four-star tight end out of uh, Texas, uh, who I do have a future cast in for, uh, for him to land with Nebraska, um, he did talk about being able to see them kind of use tight ends and utilize multiple tight ends in the offense and how that's going to be a staple of what goes forward, which we kind of thought after seeing a little bit of practice, right? Like you saw those tight ends run around out there and you're like, God, they got to find a way to utilize these guys. Yeah. And you mentioned that there were 27 guys that took visits this weekend. Were any of them surprise additions to the list? 
<laughs> so here's what what the the real interesting thing about what's happening to Matt Rule, and it may may not be interesting to other people. I'll go inside baseball here. It is a lot harder under this staff to kind of get a full picture of 100% of the people that are coming in, right? So we actually saw this, you and I and the rest of the inside of Brass staff and other medias of the member, uh, members of the media, when we got to see that Thursday practice, there were all sorts of recruits there, right? And like none of us knew like that those guys were going to be there outside of Jaden Riddell um, and Jaden Doss, who we had reported um, were coming in for visits. Um, but yes, to answer your question, there were a number of kids that popped up and have been kind of tweeting out that they were here. Um, Landon Pace, uh, 2025 uh, tight end uh, out of St. Louis. He's teammates with Ryan Wingo, and that name Pace is familiar because he is the son um, or former, like, I think, Hall of Famer uh, Orlando Pace uh, from the NFL. Uh, 2025 wide receiver Isaiah Mosey also came in, um, and he's teammates with Williams and Wary, uh, the, the big four-star defensive lineman that also came in for a visit. Um, there was a really interesting um, photo that went out of Simisi Tonga, who is an offensive lineman from Utah. He had a ton of teammates come in with him and coaches. And there's a, a photo um, of them out there with like they've got the hard hats on on the field and it kind of harkens back to the pipeline and all of that. Um, so, there, yeah, there were a lot of kids that came in uh, that we didn't expect. And then there were also um, current signees that were there. Mason Goldman um, from Gretna was also taken in practice this weekend. Malachi Coleman was there. Um, Gatlin Bear, kind of the wide receiver out of Idaho, told me that he was able to spend some time with Malachi and kind of get to know some more about Nebraska and I'm sure those guys talked about track as well uh because they're both like superstar track athletes too um so yeah there were a number of people that popped up over the weekend that really weren't on all of our radars going into it were there any recruits that were expected to come over the weekend that you didn't either they didn't make it or you just didn't hear anything about them coming yeah, so there there were a few that, that that's happened with, and that happens when you have a list that big that it's bound to happen. Um, so a couple of in-state guys, actually, um, Isaiah McMorris and Davon Hall, the two wide receivers over at Bellevue West, they did not make it. They were, and you could see the video evidence of this um, on social media, they were in uh, Chicago with Nebraska Elite, their seven-on-seven team, um, who got, they, they're, they've got, they're a loaded team. They got some really good players on that team. Uh, but I say that there's video evidence because there's a video that um, our Clint Cosby took of him of Isaiah McMorris making a spectacular catch um, and that's out there floating around so it's really cool to see that uh, but those two did not make it I talked to them both they're both trying to reschedule a time I don't think there's anything to really worry about there um, another guy that didn't make it that I know Nebraska likes a lot is running back Peyton Lewis out in Virginia um, he's another really really good track athlete a multi-state champion um, already in track out there in Virginia and has posted some great times this track season too he did not make it he told me he had something come up it didn't seem like it was something that you know he's like eliminated Nebraska or anything like like that and like I said Nebraska really likes Peyton Lewis uh, so they're going to really want to get him back on campus all right Greg this will be probably the million dollar question the one everyone <laughs> wants to know and we could have saved it for last but I'm gonna throw it right here in the middle okay. how did the visit go as far as you know for Dylan Riola this weekend so here's the thing is that it's, it, it is the million dollar question. And I think that everyone in the world is trying to get direct quotes from him. Um, we did that at the time of recording this on Sunday morning. Uh, we don't have a direct quote from him yet, but we are efforting. And this it may be different by the time this goes live. Um, but from what I'm told, uh, the visit has gone well. Like as you would expect it to go, like Nebraska is rolling out the red carpet for him, for him as much as possible um, in an unofficial visit. Um, like we mentioned, you, you saw him out at baseball. Um, 
and he was just, you know, kind of bombarded with fans and autographs and pictures and all of that. Um, and so he's getting the full like kind of rock star treatment from the fan base. Uh, but I think that this is it's a really important trip for, for him from a football standpoint, right? And that's what I'm most interested to kind of find out because the thing that's going to continue to keep Nebraska in this is going to be whether or not he believes in what we just, we talked about to start this thing off, right? The vision that rule and then the, uh, the has, and then the offense that Satterfield is putting in, like how do those two align with what he wants to get? But by all accounts right now, the visit has gone perfectly fine. We'll just have to get some more detail around that. Yeah, if his uh, reaction that I saw at the baseball games and any indication, I think he enjoyed it. And I'll tell a quick story about how I got some of those photos because it's kind of funny. So me and Jeff Ekstrom went to the baseball game. Jeff Ekstrom's our baseball extraordinaire here at Inside Nebraska. And we were there to take photos of the jersey retirement ceremony. I think it was Brian Comeen, Darren Erstad, and Alex Gordon. And so after we did the pregame ceremony, I'm walking back and I am going to the press box from the field. I'm making my way through the concourse and I cross paths with Omar Hales, Dylan Riola and an unnamed 2025 recruit. And I had my camera on me and kind of in paparazzi fashion, I took some photos <laughs> of them. But so, Dylan, if you guys are watching this, I'm sorry to be a little invasive, but I had to <laughs> had to do my thing and get some shots. But then I wanted some more um, some more candid photos of him. So I circled back around to go find him. I went up the second um, staircase and kind of got a bird's eye view. And it was just cool to see his interaction with the fans because, of course, they were swarming him and got some good shots of him there. But that was cool to see all the love he was getting. And honestly, it was no surprise. So I think you're right, though, Greg, it's he he knows Nebraska fans want him and love him and he's feeling the love and it's going to come down ultimately to uh, if he believes in the vision for the program and if if they can match what the plan is at Georgia or USC. But um, stick it back on just the recruiting front with the uh, with the whole uh, visit weekend. What was the general consensus amongst all recruits about their visit, how they liked Matt Rule and the program? Was the feedback mostly positive? What what were you hearing from them? Yeah, I think the general consensus has been that it, it was the feedback has been positive. Um, I think it's really unique. And now it it actually gives us a great point of view now after having been in their practice for 40 minutes, like and seeing and remember Matt Rule said a couple of weeks ago that the reason he wanted so many guys to come in for unofficial visits during spring football is he wanted to see he wanted those guys to see how they actually practice, right? And that and to actually figure out if it was for them because it's it wasn't going to be for everyone. And you hear that and you're like, oh, okay, that just sounds like coach speak. But then we saw practice, right? And we see them kind of hustling around. Everything is very high energy. It's intense in there. Um, so I do think a lot of the players, a lot of the recruits that I've talked to have mentioned that, right? They they mentioned how intense practice was and how I think the, the way that a couple of the guys phrase it was is, you know, we, you can tell that the coaches want everyone to be great and they want to push them to be great. When you hear that, I think that that's a really good thing because that's better than oh, those guys coach a little hard. I don't know if, you know, and, and probably a kid's not going to say that or admit that out loud. But to hear the positive feedback on that, I think is really good because you do want guys that can act, that actually understand that they're going to be coached and held to a high standard. And I think that that will help make the team better overall. Yeah, and I, I think a good indicator if they enjoyed their visits is if they come back again. So some of these guys, they had already planned uh, before even coming into the weekend that they would be back. But were there any 
recruits you talked to that indicated that they are now considering making a return trip to Lincoln that weren't already planning to do so? That weren't already to plan in, planning to do so? No, I don't think that, it, because even a couple of the guys like Gatlin Bear, I think I think he'll end up coming back for an official visit maybe in the fall. Um, but he said that, you know, being in Lincoln for two days, he said it, it kind of simulated an official visit. So he doesn't know if he'll come back on an official right away. And he's got a busy track season. A couple other guys also that do track, um, they kind of, the spring game kind of coincided with that. So they're not able to come back. So no, there haven't been any additional guys that have just flat out said, yeah, I'm coming back. But there were a number of guys um, like Gibson Pyle, Ian Flint, and some others that had said ahead of time that they were definitely coming back, whether or not it was for the spring game or for a summer official visit. Um, and I, that is one thing that actually has it's uh, surprised me a little bit is that we haven't seen a lot so far. It's only been a day, but so far of guys like rushing out to lock in official visits with Nebraska, right? Like we haven't seen that quite yet. And I thought that that was the thing that Nebraska really needed to accomplish coming out of the weekend is to say, you know, give some of these guys saying, okay, yeah, June say second, we're going to come back for official visits. And that hasn't happened yet. Still could. Like I said, it's only, it's been like 24 hours since the visit ended. Um, but I, I, I think it would be good to see some more of that. And it might be too soon to ask this question, but of course we got to throw this one in. Who is on commitment watch or is most likely to commit in the future that you would, if you had to pick one guy or a couple of guys that you talked to, who would you say could be soonest to commit? Yeah, I think there's two guys that stand out the most on that. Uh, like, I think Gibson Pyle, the offensive lineman uh, from Texas, who had already had a, a return date plan before today, um, he's going to come back for the spring game for Nebraska on April 22nd. Like, I, I've still got him on commit watch, and I do have a future cast um, in for him. I just think that he's hit it off a lot um, with Matt Rule and Donovan Rayola. I think that they that they are way down the road kind of in that recruitment, even though he's taken other visits and kind of, you know, dotting dot the I's and crossing the T's to make sure that Nebraska is the right place for him but I think that he's a guy that could end up in the class um, and then tight end Ian Flint um, is another guy that we've mentioned a couple of times who I definitely think um, is someone that I could see getting in sooner rather than later tight end is a little tricky though um, because as we've talked about before they've got him um, kind of far down the road and, and really like in Nebraska Jaden Riddell um, is a guy out of Missouri who was here right before the big junior day he was there at practice on Thursday um, as well um, and then Carter Nelson who also was here over the weekend and said his visit was good by the way um all three of those kind of really good tight end prospects so we have to kind of see how that board shakes out but i think ian flint to take and i think that he's a guy um that could be in sooner rather than later too but we just don't know if he wants to kind of play it out a little bit more or if he wants to do it um pretty soon man they they like their tight ends they got a lot they of... do that keeps coming up yeah they yeah. really do <laughs> well greg um that's all i got unless you got any closing thoughts no, it, it's, a, it's a busy weekend, uh, so make sure that you guys are keeping it locked to this YouTube channel here. Uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel so you can get the videos directly into your feed. Make sure you're popping over to Nebraska Rivals as well, uh, nebraska.rivals.com. Uh, we got full coverage of the weekend that's happening as well. Um, we'll have plenty more planned also that's coming up because there were so many visitors. that we, We've only scratched the surface there, but I've got plans to talk to many more. Uh, we will catch you guys next time.